Hello and welcome to the season finale of One Sporting Way. My name is Riley Clark, and as always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Remy. Remy, how are you doing? What are you drinking? I'm sick again, which is like a big surprise, but honestly, it's like very indicative of how this whole season has gone. You know, so that's kind of the... You got to look on the funny side of things, I guess. Um, So apologies in advance if I sound like a teenage boy, Riley. Luckily, I said I don't. So I mean, I work with them all day. Yeah, it's something new. So this is Remy for sure. I'm not like in disguise. It's really me. I just sound a little different. Um, But yeah, just trying to get through the holidays or get to the holidays um, so that I could just rest and, you know, all that good stuff. What I'm hearing is that if sporting has a good year, that means you'll be healthy. I think I was cursed because of my love of sporting and like my health was very like in line with how their performance was. And so because they've had the worst season they've arguably ever had, I've been the most sick I've ever been this year. So really, uh, Peter, it's on you. Peter and Alan Polito, my fate is in your hands. Her health and life is with you. Do with that information as you want. I'm drinking water. I just ate a popsicle. I have some Gatorade, some cough drop soup. I'm ready to go. Cough, wait, cough drop soup? No, they're like comma soup. Okay. <laughs> that, honestly, if someone made cough drop soup, you know, I'd be I'd be drunk on that stuff by now. That's what we just had soup tonight. We had German chowder and I was like, man, that's weird. I've never had to heard of someone make cough. Maybe it's like a weird like at home remedy that Swedish. your family does uh i wish but no riley i'm sure you're doing better than i am i mean we're i mean i say we robin and i we're doing pretty good uh we are um let's see what have we done since we last recorded we went and saw the savannah ghost pirates which is the new hockey team in town they are unbelievably fun to watch i'm actually repping the free shirt that we got but i like got a hockey jersey and i have an inaugural puck from the game it was so much fun. Um, schools going well. I'm about to finish up biology, which is something I don't like teaching, and move into physics. So I'm going to start teaching that to my middle schooler. So hopefully that gets a lot better. And we're a week away from Thanksgiving. so Which is my favorite holiday ever. Really? It is. Thanksgiving like, yeah. is like fairly overrated to me actually so i'm surprised by that i think it's because my family's the one that doesn't like make us work out before it's like pjs all day we don't get dressed up no makeup no expectations we usually eat around like noon or so and then we just like nap and chill the rest of the day we play like games together we like might go on a walk very nice like very very chill that sounds really nice. Robin and I get to do Thanksgiving, just the two of us this year, which I'm excited to see. Like we get to make like our, just we get to make all the food ourselves and we get to like experience like our little family, which I'm very excited to see how that goes. Yeah. Do you guys like to cook? Yes. Oh, my gosh. We we always cook. So that's good. I think if you didn't, you'd probably be like, let's just get this over with. But exactly. And I can't believe I forgot to mention before recording this the weekend before uh, we were at Disney World. So, I mean, how can I not be doing well? We went to Hollywood Studios and went to Star Wars. The best. Oh, it was amazing. We went to the Oga's Cantina and it legit, they had like a robot DJ going on and it was like the old drink, like everything felt like it was from Star Wars. It was so well done. We had an amazing time. Adult Disney. Adult Disneying with no kids. 
Yeah, totally my, recommend my it. family first went when I was in seventh grade and it was like my straight up ugly face. Like I was an ugly seventh grader. I'm just being <laughs> honest. And like that was the year my parents like wanted to buy the whole picture package. So we had like thousands of photos of us and I'm just like, I can't wait to burn these someday. <laughs> of all the years, it had to be seventh grade Remy year. The worst, the worst of them all, in my opinion. Well, and I am drinking Oktoberfest Sam Adams this week. Uh, it is, I know it's winter in Kansas City. It's basically fall here. It's like 50 degrees during the day or when snow. we wake up. Yeah, it did snow this week. See, my bank is that um, when we come back for like holidays that it is snowing. I would like to be a hurricane and a snowy day within the same year. All right, let's jump into. So uh, for any new listeners this season, we end our years doing our annual onesie awards, handing out um, to our favorite players from the year. But before we jump into that, just some quick other bits of news that we would like to mention. First off, Casey Current in their second season went from last place to finishing in the championship game of the NWSL, losing sadly to the Portland Thorns, but they had an absolutely amazing season. Uh, the MLS Cup also wrapped up. LAFC beat out Philadelphia Union in double overtime PKs. And if you weren't watching, you would have, uh, if you were watching actually, you would have seen that the goal was scored the winning goal was scored by none other than Elie. Insane. Oh. I bet he's just like flipping off Sporting Kansas City right now cuz we did not renew his contract and then here he goes and wins a championship. I'm just it warms my heart to see Sporting KC boys out there doing well. Honestly, I was kind of excited. He's got a new hairdo. He's looking nice. And He's living that LA life. That was a cool. I actually watched the end of that game. It was like really cool. I love PK shootouts. They are fun. I do agree. United States men's national team announced their roster for the 2022 FIFA World Cup, which is this month starting on the 21st. So the first game will actually have happened by the time this podcast comes out. And I'm like, how am I going to get out of like work? How am I going to make excuses? If I'm like using up all my sick days now, how am I supposed to watch these games? Oh my gosh, Remy, I was thinking the same thing. They're the all game- like during work days. They're all yes. like 1 p.m. Central. I think I'm going to convince my kids that like it's okay we're watching the World Cup. I think I'm going to be like, I'm doing it for social media because I'm in marketing. (laughs) I'll just like take pictures of the watch parties. Way easier. Mm -hmm. Way easier. I wish. But I'm excited for World Cup. I know it's exciting to have it over the holidays. I know that if we make it to the round of 16, we get to like the games are on the weekends. That's what it is. If we make it to the round of 16. So hoping the only team I'm really worried about in our group is England. But if it's just one team, two of every group make it out. Yeah, maybe we'll see you guys at Power and Light. Maybe. Come hit us up. Uh, lastly, SKC did announce their roster moves uh, actually today um, as we're recording, if I'm remembering right. And they, surprisingly, they're in discussions and denied uh, or denied contract options with EC, Kave Rod, and Graham Zuzi, which is a surprising one for me. Um, I know we talked about he's probably retiring, but you'd think there would at least be, you know, some kind of talks going on. Yeah, they said they're still discussing quote unquote with Graham's UC, but who knows what that means until they actually publicize something. Yeah, so keep an eye out uh, coming up soon. We'll probably begin hearing some more off-season news. We start up, I, uh, I'll, I'll get that starting date for our next episode because we're going to talk the next season. But right now, it is time to look back on the season and give out our onesie awards. For those of you keeping track at home, we are giving away the following awards this year. Some of them are new. 
Some of them are old, but they are all good. So we're giving out the best beer on the podcast award, our surprise player of the year, the newcomer of the year, the goal of the season, the best dressed player, the drinking buddy award, which is who we'd like to have a drink with, the participation award, the optimist award, the offensive player of the year, the defensive player of the year, and then our MVPs. If Remy and I give different answers. We actually did not discuss who we were going to pick before the podcast because we wanted some discussion to see what we would say. We will kind of have you know a short debate and then we will give out the award for whichever one we decided to pick. So the first one, no discussion really necessary, but Remy, what is your award for the best beer of the season? Okay, so last year, I obviously chose Golden Road Mango Cart because that was my favorite beer of all time. However, surprise... This season, um, I am choosing best beer is just Boulevard Wheat, just the classic. I ended up having it three times on the podcast this season, and it has honestly gotten me through a lot of the tough games we had to analyze. So props to Boulevard Wheat. You were always there when I needed you. That's great. I am actually giving my I'm going to have to change the name of the award to best drink, because if we remember this season, mm. I was I was having stuff that wasn't beer mixing it up and my favorite drink on the podcast this season was when i made a cucumber mule back in episode 31 i went back and did some research episode 31 made a cucumber mule and those things are summer it's a summer mule it's so good it sounds so refreshing i'm sure it would cure my sore throat like on the spot yes yeah if you're my mother to cure a sore throat a shot of golden schlager is what she does for my dad. <laughs> I thought you were going to say honey, but okay. Nope, I might have to try it straight out. Straight up golden schlager. Okay, noted. All right, on to our players. The award for surprise player of the year. I'm going to start this one out. My surprise player of the year goes to none other than Jonathan Pulsecamp. Interesting. Why is that? Johnny, honestly, not Johnny, Jonathan. I did I not know, expect- I like we can't call him Johnny. I know, we already have a Johnny. I didn't expect a lot out of him. I thought that it was going to be another season where we had kind of like a Grunenbaum situation and then we'd have to bring in Kemp in and that like the year where we just had rotating goalkeepers. But Jonathan, he held the fort all year at the end of the season. Like we had a rough year and it's hard to fill in that position, but I thought he did an adequate job and it honestly surprised me. Interesting. Okay. That's a really good answer. Um, I did not pick Jonathan Camp. My surprise player, I was actually going back and forth between two, and I finally decided on Graham Zusi as a surprise player of the season um, because he, I believe he's like the, I think he is the number one oldest player on the team. Yes. He was still starting. He still had amazing goals. He had assists. He was, you know, maybe not as fast as he has been in previous seasons, but um, he was still like making tackles. He was a pretty stable presence on the field. And that actually really surprised me because I didn't even think he'd be playing at all this year. So that is why I'm going with Graham Zusi. All right. Well, now we have to decide. I'm ear- here's, the th- here's the thing. I have John Polskamp in another category. So that's, you know, not to say that the players can't win multiple things. You're not wrong. I just, I expect that solidity from Graham all the time. I mean, he was mm-hmm. solid last year. He was the solid the year before that as well. Like even in his old age, like when he's in the game, I expect him to be consistent. That's that's true. Yeah. I'm like, does my competitive nature just yield to this? Because it was a good argument. I'm going to give it to you actually right now. Okay. I, re- I love I Pulse Camp so much. And th- no, I think that's good. Okay. Yeah. 
and I, I will not hold true to all of mine, but I just, that's what I super wanted was Pulse Camp for that surprise player. Okay, John Pulse Camp, congratulations. You are a surprise player of the year. Hey, putting that into the document. All right, our next award is the Newcomer of the Year. Remy, who'd you give Newcomer to? Okay, Newcomer of the Year goes to Eric Tommy for four simple reasons. Confidence, poise, control, stability. You might be thinking, isn't that Willie Agata? No, because I put him in like several other categories. <laughs> yep, nope, I feel that. Uh, I put um, Ziones as as mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think he's fairly consistent, but I'm just going to go ahead and concede to Tomei because he had an amazing end of the year and he was unbelievably he fun to watch out there. And he didn't, he wasn't even here the entire season, especially in the beginning when we were actually doing fairly okay as a team. So the fact that he is such a standout player, in my opinion, and he only had a certain number of games to show it shows that he's going to go really far. Okay. Next award is the best goal of the season. And I have a feeling I'm going to lose it on this one, too, because I kind of cheated a little bit. My best goal of the season is three goals, and it was the game Uh, that Willie Agata scored three, got his hat trick, and was, like, the solidifying game for Willie Agata of, like, yeah, this dude's legit. Okay. Um, Well, if you guys don't know, Sporting actually published a YouTube video that's, like, less than 20 minutes of every single goal that Sporting has scored this season. So that's how I quote unquote researched this. I watched that 20 minute video. Um, I came down to a couple of them, actually. I decided to go with best goal of the season was Johnny Russell. He ended up beating out three defenders by himself. He actually went down. I thought a foul was going to be called. He didn't. He gets back up, protects the ball, fires a rocket outside of the box with a lefty. And it was against Houston. No, I, I will immediately concede. Like, I, I 100% cheated on mine, but that goal, that, I mean, yes, that is, that's an amazing goal. If, if you go back and watch the video, it's at about five minutes and 20 seconds. You'll see that goal from Johnny Russell. Just like, that was just amazing. It was such a rocket. It was outside the box. It was beautiful. I will say some of my runners up for that were actually the first goal of the season ever by Daniel Shallowy. Mm-hmm. One touch volley. That was really good. Roger Espinosa had that stunner from midfield. He just like kind of cleaned up that poor defensive move and just kind of went for it. But I feel like Johnny's like had a little bit more skill involved. So that's why I gave it to him. Yeah, no, I I will concede that as well. All right. Best dressed player of the year. My best dressed goes to Johnny Russell. Ooh, it's I go to, I, okay, it's go ahead. It's the suits, it's her. the tats, it is just anywhere he is, dre- he always looks fresh, he always looks ready to go, and he's always smiling, so it always looks like he's having a good time. Is he always smiling on game day? I see him smiling, but maybe that's just my I, memories of him. <laughs> Your memories? I did a very thorough search of their Instagram group oh, wow. to find this answer, and then I came across one picture, and that was my decision. Can you see who that is? Uh, that's uh, that is Roger Espinosa getting a yeah. award from the Sporting Club. Roger Espinosa is my pick, and I will go to the grave on this one. I'm ready to fight. Okay. I feel like he he also comes to a lot of the game days in suits. Um, I feel like he his choices are a little bit more bold than Johnny Russell, but not so bold that they almost are tacky, like like uh kind of reaction. Okay. I think he he can like 
play around with colors a lot. And he has Lola Bonta at his side as like the power couple of Kansas City. And she is also the best dressed on Casey Curt. So like when you put them together, it just amplifies their boldness and beautifulness. All right. Rebbe, you've clearly done more research on some of these than I have. So yeah, no, I will I will concede the I also enjoy looking at men in suits. So like if you're telling me I have to do it for the podcast, I'll I'll try my very best. Fair. I mean, we remember when Robin came on the podcast this year and we spent, you know, probably 10 minutes just talking about uh, Kyrie Shelton and how beautiful his face is. We did. I forgot about that. But you know what my runner up is? This might be like way out of left field was Caden Pierre. Really? And I was like, if I, I couldn't even point him out in a crowd at this point but as i was scrolling through the instagram i was like you know he's like a young dude he has like some really nice style and it, it's like style all his own like he doesn't just like wear a suit because he thinks that's what people should do like he's just like very like cool style he's just cool guy caden yeah exactly okay so good job caden i don't know how old you are i don't know what your position is but you dress really awesome <laughs> <laughs> let's go to our drinking buddy who would you want to go drinking with? And my answer, and I think it is the will will win this award, is Johnny Russell. <laughs> okay. I want to I want to go to the bars. I want to go to bars with my Scottish friend. I want to be like him and Daniel drinking together. But it's me and Johnny. That's mm-hmm. all I want. Interesting. Okay. Honestly, I'm a little upset with myself that I didn't pick that answer. Because I feel like Johnny Russell would have, like, so much fun. Okay, so then who did you pick? I actually picked a duo because I feel like trios are always more fun than, like, a duo. Okay. Like a one-on-one beer sesh versus, like, a, a three-person beer sesh. I actually picked Courtney Ford and Kyrie Shelton, which is, like, probably the biggest surprise. Wait, what? I I have seen them together on Instagram. They're clearly friends. I feel like... They're young. They're like more closer to our age. I feel like they would have a really good time. They'd pay the bill. We'd get some cool apps. I don't know. I feel like they'd be like really fun to be around. We could go to like up down afterwards. It'd be so fun. Okay. So I just wanted to be known that your quarrels <laughs> with Kyrie Shelton are purely soccer based. Of course. I would love to get a beer with Kyrie Shelton. Okay. And Courtney and Courtney Ford. Hey, yeah. and we know Courtney Ford at least follows us on Instagram. So Kyrie Court and Remy out in the town. Hey Courtney, you want to go get some beers? Yeah. I'm just I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm not saying it should be the name of the podcast this week, but it's a good shot. Yeah. The second annual onesies but- award. Courtney question mark. <laughs> we'll just keep at it until he like finally says fine. Finally meets up with us and comes on the podcast. You know, we have to ask first though. That's the thing. Yeah. I'm always like, man, it'd be really cool if we had supporting players. And I'm like, we also need to ask them if they would come on the podcast. We'll slide into their DMs. Don't worry. We can do it. So, yeah. Um, okay. Well, I think Johnny Russell is the clear we'll winner. Agree. And I can't even believe I didn't think of it. I agree. But I love your answer. We would sing some amazing Scottish American songs. I just want to know his his pub drinking songs. I just want to know about his life. All right. Let's move to the participation award. Remy, who'd you pick? Well, do we need to explain? Oh, what this? Yeah, go for it. What this one is? Okay, so basically, as Riley and I were coming up with these categories, we were like, we need to do some like kind of fun ones as like that aren't really stats related. So we said the participation trophy. Riley, correct me if I'm wrong. It's just the award that goes to the person who's 
just trying his best. He's just like happy to be here. Yeah. Like w- almost questioning like why why are you here? But you're here. Yeah, on some level. That's how I kind of came at it. My pick for the participation trophy is also Roger Espinosa. Really? Because I actually did look at some stats cuz stolen stats with Remy. Okay. Um, I am had- very curious. He had 11 yellow cards this season. He had one red card this season, four, 43 total fouls committed. He was the team leader in tackles. He's also 36. So it's definitely that participation <laughs> participation mindset of like, what are you doing so here, Rod? it's on a Raj? couple levels of like, why are you so it's also old? Like, why are you fouling Why are someone? you here? How are you playing still and not just like kicked out of the league? Okay. Because you're... So you're so into participating in sporting that you get kicked out all the time. That's interesting because I took this in a very different direction. Well, I I, I, so I know I, I figured it'd be like kind of an outlier, but I do want to hear your thoughts. So my participation trophy, how I was kind of in terms is yes, someone here like kind of like, why are you here? But also they just like really gave it their all when they were participating mm-hmm. And so I gave it to Kendall McIntosh, okay. who played a grand yeah. total of one game, sat on the bench for... <laughs> Wait, did he really? Yes, he played in one game. One game only? Wow. And his one game was one of our few shutouts this year. Oh my gosh. He also sat on the bench a bunch because Pulse Camp was starting. And so I felt mm-hmm. like, who really gave it their all when they had the chance? And for me, that was Kendall McIntosh. That is hilarious. So I love that we went like, you're like, why are you playing more to Roger? And I'm like, hey, I'm glad this guy got the chance to play. Oh my gosh. That is so so where, where are you sitting right now? What do you think? I am. I will. I will cede this answer yes! to you because I think your explanation is hilarious. Kendall McIntosh, you killed it in your one game. I think, you got that shutout. I think out. it was a, kind of a deleted scene. We never aired that part of the pie. But when we <laughs> talked about his game, I I talked about how Pulse Camp had like a really good – he had a better goals allowed to appearance percentage than Tim Melia. And we were like – Oh, because he played what? Oh, that's right. Like, yeah, but McIntosh has a zero goals allowed in his career. And we're like, oh, yeah, you're right. So he's technically the best goalie on that one side alone in the whole world. Yes, basically. Okay. Kendall McIntosh, you did it. Look at the keepers sweeping these awards. Seriously. Good job. But I like that. The year of the the year of the, the keeper. The year of the keeper. And neither of them are Tim Melia. But Tim is coming back next season. He is. According to Sporting.com. I'm very excited. Um, okay. So optimist of the year is who we are looking forward to next year, who we have really, really, really high hopes for next season. So Remy, who are you optimisting for? Well, optimistic. I like it. I'm wondering if we're going to have zero of the same answers. I'm curious. Except maybe, except maybe MVP. I think we have the same MVP. Um, Okay. Optimist award who will be really amazing next year is Daniel Shallowy. Okay. Is who I I picked. We just signed a new four-year contract with him this fall. He was extremely quiet as an offensive player this year after almost winning like comeback of the century last Mm -hmm. season. 
he he started out pretty strong and then like as the season progressed like most of our players kind of just went all the way downhill but I actually really have high hopes for him especially with some of our better offensive players coming back like Gotti Kinda and Alan Polito I think they're going to really help Daniel shine because he's not going to be like always double teamed all the time and he's actually going to just be able to build his confidence so I have a really good feeling about Daniel he kind of had a little bit of a rush patch this season like everyone else and I feel like he's going to come back really strong all right I like that. Mine was for Tomei. I was unbelievably excited the few games he got in. I think he maybe played 11 games this season. And I'm excited to have him for a full season to watch him just go off. Because his few games this year, he gave it 112% the entire time. And I'm excited to see him in 32 games as opposed to 11 games. I can't. That's crazy to me that he only played less than half the season right and it was one of those pieces Same with missing. willie agata and it's like yeah our best players like came in a little too late a little too late so i'm happy to give it to shallowy but i don't know where you're sitting right now i i am still like dead set on shallowy okay. because i think i'm gonna end up giving you the defensive player and may like i feel like i'm gonna maybe give you those all right i'm thinking and i'm thinking ahead long you're thinking long term what can i win here I know. I'm like, you guys, like, we make the perfect duo. I think we balance each other out. When you play the game of onesies, you either win or you die. Did we even say to our for our new listeners why we call it the onesies? No. Is it obvious? Because we're one sporting way? Yeah, I feel like it's, maybe it's not obvious. Oh. I, I don't know. I think Riley, I think you came up yeah, with that name, And you both you? hated it. You and Dave both last hated year. it. Yeah, last year. Season one, we were like... Are we really doing this? You <laughs> that said on? we're gonna we're gonna change the name of it at some point. And I was like, sure. And now, if we were at an award show instead of like black tie affairs, we'd all be in onesies. Yes. If we ever do it in person, we will wear onesie pajamas <laughs> to do the onesie. Award. Wouldn't that be a sight to It'd see? Be amazing. Yeah. Three awards left: our offensive and defensive player of the year, and then our MVP, offensive player of the year. I feel like we've said the same person for this one, and I'm really hoping. I gave mine to Willie Agata. I did not. Are you, who? Who else <laughs> gets offensive player of the year? Yes. Who else would? Either Daniel or Johnny. Yeah, I picked Johnny. I did pick Willie at first. Let me explain. Okay. After Okay. After watching the 20-minute video that Sporting posted of all of the goals of this entire season, I did pick Willie off the top of my head. My gut feeling, I was like, he's going to win. And then I started watching the video. And then I was getting like chills from all the hype watching Johnny Russell score. He was tied for the same number of goals as Willie this season. And then watching all of Johnny's shots or assists from that right side on those impossible angles. There were at least like four of those. He's also our PK guy, which is like saying something. You know, the PK guy is always the one who's the most steady, best under pressure. Johnny's our captain. So I feel like because of those multiple things, that's why Johnny deserves it over Willie. All right. Now, see, I'm going to make the argument that Willie deserves it over. Yes, they were tied on goals, but Willie did that in 11 games. Johnny did it in 32. Willie also has more assists than Johnny. He also has fewer shots. So he had fewer shots, but more shots on target. So like statistically, Willie is it. And also once Willie entered the fray, our team actually turned around. Had our team... A good band, by the way. <laughs> Willie turned the way. The fray, the fray, I was thinking. 
But also that. As soon as he came in, our team would have been, if we had kept the same pace as we had with Willie the whole season, we would have won the supporter shield. Which we've never, have we, we've won that like once. 2000. Right? Yeah. Ever. So what I, I think Willie, not only was he the best offensive player, he was the final piece that we needed in that front line. I do agree. And this is why I'm giving it to you. Is because I needed Johnny to win something, <laughs> and he just won. He won the uh, uh, drinking buddy award, and because Willie was my runner-up, I was like, honestly, if I was like a dramatic person, I'd say I'd be like agonizing over this decision. Yeah. See, and I even there like, we go. Johnny for me is like. Oh, he won the he won best. Goal yes, he also won season. best goal. Johnny's like a solid third. Like Daniel would have been my second place. Mm-hmm. But that is okay. neither here nor there. Willie, you did it. You did it, it, Willie. You did it. All right. Defensive player of the year. Remy, who'd you pick? Well, I picked John Camp. Okay. (laughs) For very, very similar reasons that you picked him for surprise player. All right. I I just like wasn't like very impressed with any of the actual defenders. So I was like, who's someone who really stepped up in a defensive way this season? It was John Camp. See, there was one other person that I always felt comfortable on the field, and that was Isimat Miran. I was wondering that too. And what a bummer. I'm actually really sad that he his contract didn't get renewed. Me too. I think we just have such a strong presence now on the back line. Like sub out because EC's getting older. EC's 31. But you bring in Veloder, who had an amazing end of the season. Like mm-hmm. you bring in him, you keep Courtney Ford, you keep in Denbe, who's 22. Caden Pierre's the defender, who's 19. Like we have really young squads. So like I'm sad EC's leaving. Mm-hmm. But I think we have a solid enough group to kind of fill those spots. I do think we need some like really good people out of the draft, though. Yes, defenders. But my my first instinct is easy. Oh, okay. I will let you respond, of course. No, I think that's fine. Yeah, I'm a fan of easy, and I'm bummed that he's leaving. I'm also bummed that he's leaving. I think last year I was like, I don't really care who's leaving, even though we actually made it to the playoffs. Like even Elia, I was like, meh. It's fine. See, I was so bummed that Elie left. I think maybe this just wasn't like the place for him. Like maybe, I don't know. I feel like it was a very like average season for sporting because we usually always make the playoffs. Yeah. It's just very average for me. Yeah, fair. Final award, MVP. Should we say it on three? Sure. One, okay. two, three. Willie Willi Agata. Here we go. We did it. We got we got one that's correct or the same. I mean, come on, the guy was everything we needed and more. That was the easiest award I awarded this year. Just, I I, I don't we are I mean I already speak on him. It was just an amazing year to see him come in at the pace that he did and do what he did so quickly on this team and kind of being forced into the role so quickly. I mean, come on, you can't ask for anything yeah. else. He just could not stop scoring and. I honest, I felt like the best part of his presence on the team now is just he's bringing energy and fun back into the games, not only for the players, but for the fans. And I think that was like a really important part, especially since, you know, we were seeing sporting was not selling out the crowds anymore. There were a lot of empty spaces. But, you know, knowing that Willie was going to be a significant presence and starting on the field, it made it way, way easier to get through the rest of the season. Because if all else failed, we knew he would be consistent. Well, that wraps up the 2022 onesie awards. Good job, everybody. Yay. Uh, I wish we had some confetti. It's kind of anticlimactic because like 
the whole season's over. Season's over. Sporting's over. We will be back for season three for anyone that was curious. Sporting's over. We will be here until yeah. sporting is dead or we are. Oh. I'm not actually going to promise yeah. that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Feels like a... L- but honestly, how fun would it be if like MLS is like super popular in like 50 years as competitive as Europe and South America? And we're still here that- talking sporting. And and we're like, yeah, what did I say? 50 years 50 later? Years. And we're famous as heck. 2072. We, I will be. We're the longest running podcast in history. 77 years old. Yep. It'll be great. And killing it. Uh, just yeah. a quick wrap up for anyone here at the end. So best beers were Cucumber Mule and uh, Boulevard Wheat. The surprise player of the year went to Johnny Camp. Newcomer went to Eric Tomei. Goal of the season, Johnny Russell versus Houston. Best dressed goes to Roger Espinoza. Drinking buddy goes to Johnny Russell. Participation award goes to Kendall McIntosh. Optimist award goes to Daniel Shallowy. Offensive player of the year goes to Willie Agata. Defensive player of the year goes to Easy Miran. And MVP goes to Willie Agata. Remy, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap not only the sporting season, but also season two of One Sporting Way? Insert blowing nose sound here. And hopefully it's the last time you have to do that with the podcast. Amen to that. Yeah, this year has been really something else from just sporting not making the playoffs to just like trying to power through with like illness and everything like that. I think you and I did pretty well, Riley. we've done good. We stayed positive. We had some good drinks. We had some laughs. And honestly, I think it's so cool that people still want to listen to one Sporting Way pod. Oh my gosh. Week Week after week. It's just like so fun. And especially like when people message us on Instagram or like send in questions or just like want to interact with us. And like it's people we don't even personally know. I think that is just like the coolest thing. There was a point in the season where I think we had taken like a month off. We weren't really sure when we were coming back. And we got a couple messages that were like, are you guys coming back? And I've I've never felt like this podcast like impacted people until that moment of like there are people who actively listen to us and to everyone who's listening right now who are those people like thank you i don't know it's one of those things where we started this to just like goof off as friends in a way to connect and stay connected and it's turned into something like with a small community but it's our community oh that can be our tattoos when we reach episode 100 small community but our community big butt bigger big hearts. butts bigger <laughs> hearts oh my gosh all right remy where can our people find us and where can they have other people find us yeah for sure so even though we're going to be taking a break until the next time mls season starts in the new year uh you can still interact with us on instagram at one sporting way pod if you want to send in questions or just comments or fun stuff you want us to cover on future episodes, you can email us at onesportingwaypod at gmail.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who is listening. We have so much fun making this, and we are looking forward to another season. We're feeling pretty good about next year, and we're feeling good not only about the season, but also this podcast. So thank you, everyone, for listening. And as always, you can find us next time down here at One Sporting Way. <laughs>